0: And welcome back to the Children's Wellness Spot. I am Dr. Virgil, also known as Dr. V. I'm a board certified pediatrician and an expert in all things about caring for babies through their teen years as well as family life. This is part of a series of intentional parenting and how to raise resilient kids that has really spoken to my heart lately because I realized that it isn't always that easy to develop these skills as a parent so that you can help your child be more resilient. And so many families are struggling with that with their young children all the way through their teenage years. So this is part one of the series, um, Resilient Kids. Recently, I had a chance to have a conversation with my hairstylist, actually, at um, when I went to get my hair done. We were talking about just all the general things that y- we talk about when you're socializing and getting your hair done, but um, we honed in on talking about Blue Ivy and just how resilient she has been as a, an 11-year-old, and just um, some of the strengths of parenting that Beyonce and Jay-Z have exhibited. And I'm sure people in in the um, web sphere are like, wow, we're talking about Beyonce and Blue Ivy and Jay-Z. But they are such a great example of um, family, a family that has really gone through some public adversity um, as it relates to their child that we can all learn from. Um, you know, if you think about being a child being raised in front of the world, basically, there has to be a lot of pressure that comes with that. And... Um, You know, seeing her evolve, her being Beyonce and Blue evolve um, has been amazing for so many of us who are mothers because you can experience the strengths of womanhood through their journey um, publicly where so many of us have experienced that privately. So for any Renaissance fans, any Beyonce Renaissance fans, you know that um, Blue Ivy was a dancer on the tour with her mom this um, this past summer. And um, she was incredible. And it, the initial part of the tour that was in Europe, she danced early and there was a lot of criticism about um, her ability to dance, how she wasn't, you know, some people felt like she wasn't that um, talented, that she was really stiff. And in fact, at one point, it seemed as if social media Um, The internet were flooded with videos and TikTok clips and sections of short videos of her dancing with just tons of comments underneath those about how people didn't think she danced very well. Many of them were criticizing her for being stiff or just not being as fluid as her mom. I guess they wanted her to come out um, of the womb as a full blown Beyonce evolved and all of the things. And so if you think about it, that was an 11 year old at the time. She's probably a little bit older now, but, you know, she's 11 Um, and many of our children are young and have their own pressures that they face. But this 11 year old had her um, evolution as a dancer and the pressures of that on the highest in the highest magnitude on the biggest stage in the world. Um, If you have followed the family, the, you know, the Carters at all through the, growth of their family you will remember that even when blue was small there were a lot of criticisms of beyonce particularly because of course it's upon the mom to have the child all put together but there were criticisms about blue ivy's hair and in fact um at one point it was like a trending topic on twitter um, blue ivy's hair and people were offering advice on how to fix their daughter's hair and other people of course naturally had criticism um and it was it was hurtful. I would imagine um, they chastised Beyonce for having herself together while her daughter's hair was what people thought was unkept, and there were a lot of innuendo innuendos about maybe perhaps the artist prioritizing herself versus um, her own child, and and it was a circus until finally um, Beyonce came out with Lemonade, that album and the video where she had Blue stand in her power with her natural hair, you know, fluffed out and really just punctuated the backdrop of the woman power in that whole album. And literally that image silenced her critics, not just Beyonce's critics, but Blue Ivy's critics. Believe it or not, that child had her own critics at that time. And so social media took a toll on them. Uh, but they regained their power back in that regard. And in Renaissance, as an older child, Blue could hear from her friends what was being said on social media. If you watch the film, there's a section where she actually talks about that um, and how she used those comments which hurt her. She describes it as hurtful, as fuel to get her um, to the next level and help her improve show by show um, And so we got a glimpse into the judgment that um, people can feel from social media, even on the level of stardom. And what happened to blue represents what happens to so many children. It's not just kids that grow up in the public eye, but also kids in our communities and our homes, our own children who deal with social pressure and judgment in their own way because of social media, what they see on social media, things that they may post on their Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok that gets criticized, that is literally open to the world to um, evaluate. Um, So what can we do for our kids? How can we help them fuel their own comeback, if you will, or help them become resilient in the face of that kind of pressure? That's what this conversation is about. Um, If you're a parent or if you interact with kids, This is something I want you to lean into a little bit so you can help them deal with criticism and judgment. Um, You may already have an approach, but I want you to think about, do you actually have one? Are you an intentional parent? Do you have a plan for moments when your child comes home and they're frustrated or they have shared um, something that's hurtful that they have heard or that has been said about them Or in, a, in any manner that they were ridiculed Or are you more of the type of parent That says you know just let it go Let it roll off your back um, You may say to them just ignore it um, But really when we think about that The data shows That that's not enough um, You know Sometimes the root for many children for suicide attempts is actually bullying and cyberbullying being the leading um, cause of bullying in this generation of children. So to say. Um, just to let it go or to move on is not enough. We need to do more to empower our children, to acknowledge their pain, to help them become resilient and to also change the narrative for themselves if they need to. So I'm gonna give you three ways to help you empower your child or your teen when they are social media bullied. Um, the first one is to remove them from the offense. So the first thing that we want to acknowledge is that kids these days and teenagers particularly have no breaks from the scrutiny and the access that they have to social media and that they feel from social media. So if you know they have their phones with them all day, they're scrolling, they're constantly posting, there really is no chance for them to just put it away. When we were growing up, Uh, certain generations we would come home from school and there would be a separation of the school day from home life and so you could get a break but um it's really important for us to create that space for our teens and our children by removing them from the offense so you can consider you know in addition to your regular monitoring that you should be doing anyway having a social media fast or asking your teen or your child to deactivate an account It really isn't recommended for your child, your elementary school child to have a social media account. Um, Those should be left to your older teens. But if for some reason they do, you know, when you start to notice that they're having difficulty and they're engaging in um, harsh conversation or someone is. Cyberbullying them, take the take the device away, and you have to be clear with your child and your teen that you're not doing this to punish them. You're doing this to help them get the space that they need, and that um, you're going to get some pushback. You have to be comfortable with the fact that your child or your teenager will be upset, they will be disappointed, they may cry. But what you have to keep reminding them is that as we used to say uh, and hear from our parents long ago, is I'm doing this for your own good. And in saying that, I'm doing this so that you can get some room from these people. I'm doing this so you can get some space to think about something other than this. And this doesn't mean it's forever, it just means for now. And keep saying that, keep saying it in a loving way, keep saying it in a firm way, remove them from the offense. The second thing, remind your child who they are remind your teen who they are and you know for those of us who are of the christian faith we always remember i am fearfully and wonderfully made and you have to remind your child that they are amazing remind them of their gifts their talents and their strengths regardless of your faith background or if you have no faith base at all you have to remind your child the things that they are good at Remind them the ways in which they bring value to the world into your family because that's the unfortunate thing is that social media and bullying creates a narrative, whether we want it to or not, about how we experience the world. And for children and for teens, that could, if that's negative, it can be very damaging. So. Um, spend some time doing a, what I call a brain dump of ideas, of gifts and talents. You tell your child the things that you value in them, what you see in them, not how they look, not what they do, but who they really are. And then ask them to do the same. You can consider projects that are like multimedia, coloring, cutting things from a, from magazines and making a collage, writing a list, just a free list of These are the things that make me amazing and just write them Um, and then share them with each other and go over them. Maybe even posting them up in um, a space where everyone can see it because you're now celebrating what makes your child amazing. So do not let social media define them, have them define themselves. And then last but not least, flip the script. Uh, Returning back to Beyonce and Blue Ivy for just a minute, what are some ways that you and your child can help each other and help others deal with the same sort of bullying or hurtful remarks? That's how we flip the script. So we can take the pain, the challenge that our child has experienced, they can take their pain and their challenge and flip it so that they can help another child who could potentially experience the same so when I think about amazing, amazing initiatives that have inspired um, others, they have come from, you know, the pain of one individual. I can't help but think of something like the movement "It Gets Better," which was started in response to the isolation felt by many youth who are LGBTQ. Um, this movement, with words of wisdom and encouragement and survival video messages for teens. Who struggled with being different especially during those teen years um, in certain communities where they had less support um, from older folks who had gone through that words of encouragement from them really were powerful um, lights a powerful tool to guide someone through those dark years and so it gets better that whole campaign that movement which you can actually Google and find um, Is an example of how you can flip the script of something that is challenging and that has really been hurtful for your child into something that is a powerful light for others. I could go on. It could be something as simple as writing a short story about whatever the incident was and sharing that. Um, It could be a drawing. It could be something much more, um, much more public, like joining student leadership council or making a social media post campaign about how to, you know, anti-bullying and how to not be, um, how to be a champion against bullying. I've seen small acts such as, you know, creating bracelets, friendship bracelets that you sell at a school festival that encourage friendships, connections in a organic way but also combating cyberbullying. So the sky is really the limit, as I said. Um, You can do things that are massive and things that are small scale, large things like being Blue Ivy and literally transforming and training yourself to be a better dancer each and every day despite what naysayers say, um, or just those small little things. Whatever the chosen path as a parent um, and with your child and your teen, be intentional. Um, we want to affirm and know that things are um, not just gonna be improving for our t- our children, but for other children. Because when we help our children find their voice, that oftentimes allows them to be a voice for others. And so it's really important for us to remember that. Resilience is an intentional trait that we develop in our children. So again, remember if your child is being cyberbullied, if they are being Um, Socially isolated and, And attacked on social media Turn it off First and foremost Just turn it off Turn the device off Deactivate the account Secondly Remind them who they are Remember those amazing traits And remind them of those amazing gifts That they have That are unique to them And then last but not least, flip the script. Consider flipping the script. What can we do to turn this situation on its head and do something positive? Because that will actually elevate and enhance your child's self-esteem in a situation that had really brought them down. Um, I want to thank you for joining me again here at The Spot. Look forward to chatting again next time.